And Nick Marano's trying to warm us up, Maureen Holloway, by playing some uh, sort of holiday resort music. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's not going to do it. Not when it's... You know what I don't get? Mm-hmm. And I realize... When people say it's like it's minus 10, but it feels like it's oh, minus 20. Don't tell me how to feel. Yeah. And especially, <laughs> you know, back in the day when our parents were still with us. I mean, they always seemed to be feeling it a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. But it's it just seems like such a subjective... It feels like, well, maybe it doesn't feel like that to me. But don't you feel that over the last few years, we've kind of got into yeah. what I guess we could describe as weather porn. And they come up with all these new words and phrases like, what, a bomb cyclone? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, think the weather people are like, oh, the camera's on, hi. I know. Well, they, they're certainly... The weather is becoming more and more more dramatic and uh, yes that's true but that's another topic entirely you may have heard of climate change i'm against it (laughs) so every once in a while we go through this kind of spasm i guess where everybody's talking about a show and i started noticing the uptick on last of us in social media and then i thought oh i'm out of the loop i better go watch it Uh, oh you hadn't been watching it no i didn't i mean and i love zombie stuff And it is, is. yeah. Um, It's 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 not zombie. It is a post-apocalyptic world. It's based on a video game, and it's actually it's the plague that has decimated the population is is basically a a mushroom. Um, So that and and that doesn't turn me on. And I thought, ah, I don't want to really watch this. And it's based on a video game, but I did start watching it, and uh, and it was really really good. Uh, and then episode three came along last Sunday. And yeah. It was what they call a bottle episode because it stands on its own pretty much. And it departed from the video game drastically and told us the backstory of uh, of a couple of characters uh, played by Nick Offerman and um, uh, Murray, Murray Bartlett. Yeah. yeah. And it was a love story between a survivalist and and a, and a man that he randomly met and it just turned into the most poignant beautiful heartbreaking love story that caught everybody by surprise and as i said to you now i, I think it's one of the best episodes of television i've seen in decades that's what linwood barkley said on twitter as well um i like that you know one impression i had of that was it was kind of you know the first five minutes of the movie up yeah, it was so much like up. I think it's 10 minutes where you sit down to watch the movie, and 10 minutes into the movie, you're crying your eyes out. I know, and you're watching this an was... animated kids' film, and you're weeping <laughs> like a <Yeah>. fool. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a crying person. I, um, well, I cried yeah, but everything this is, this, this is the episode of Why, and I enjoy it, um, because my eyes are dry. <laughs> I think I'm going to cry now. It'll feel good. Um, but this was similar in the sense that you're watching a zombie, well, they're not zombies, but a post-apocalyptic horror and this lovely love story comes through, and and uh, I got to tell you, the Nick Offerman usually plays the gruffest and most macho of men, mm-hmm. uh, and we know Murray Bartlett from The White Lotus. He was the hotel manager. They're so good, and it's so beautifully shot. And the music, well, Linda Ronstadt's song, Long, I can't even talk about this, her song, Long, Long Time, is it, it's, it's, it's gone, requests for it have gone up 4,000%, yeah. and it's a huge hit, and uh, it, it's just a lovely episode, and, uh, and even if you haven't watched the show, you can watch episode three pretty much on its own. Yeah, and some people say make... it's like a standalone movie. It's beautiful. I like the story as well. Nick Offerman, they sent him they sent him an offer and a script, and he was like, ah, I don't feel like it. I have to go to Calgary. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then his wife reads the script, and she says, get your butt on a plane to Calgary right now. 
and the wife is Megan Mullally. I know. Yeah. And what she said was, you should get your buck to Calgary right away. Because she played Karen on Well and Grace. Beverly Leslie. That's one of my favorite well, lines. Well, I never. My, one of my favorite lines is uh, Beverly Leslie, the character on Will and Grace, and uh, he runs into Karen Walker, and she gets, says, Beverly Leslie, and he says, I thought I smelled gin and regret. <laughs> Was Leslie Leslie Jordan? Who yes, who passed away? away? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's great. The I really and so it's required uh, viewing on Sunday nights now. And the only thing, but this is back to the Last of Us. Somebody pointed out that the the last episode of the season will be Oscar night. Oh. So that's going to be a tough call. Not really. You know what? I, <laughs> I really don't care who wins sound editing. Yeah, but you never know who's going to punch somebody on the Oscars. That's true, yeah, after like, last year. Like, come on, year. that was the most electric moment on live television when uh, Will Smith uh, wound up and, and hit Chris Rock, so we'll see. Now I feel like I have to apologize to all my sound editing friends, because they're all yes, like, you hey, do. dude. Okay. Yes, you do. So... Netflix, they've revealed how they're going to be cracking down on password sharing, and it doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, there's a lot of people in many situations. Some people have just given their password away to somebody else and said, use the account. Others are, well, the kid used to live in the house but is now at university, so they're going to use the same password and watch Netflix. Uh, But they're going to basically trace you down to your IP. Yeah, uh, I think well, I think my kids still share uh, our network. I think there may be a former girlfriend or two still has our Netflix password. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess you know if you're the primary can owner, you're fine. Uh, if you're hoping to share it across households, well, that 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 time has come and gone. Um, and the other thing too is Netflix is starting to add commercials and and they're raising their rates so i think there's going to be a reaction similar to the to the cable people like geez do i really need this anymore if i'm paying this much for it um so we'll see yeah Um, interesting thing will be when when you travel you're going to have to use two-factor authentication in order to prove it's you Uh uh-huh well you know you should pay for your your stuff it's just amazing when you stop and think that Oh, I mean, we with the amount we spend, I don't know what your bill is like, but mine is massive oh, yeah. for, for internet and for all the, uh, the the streaming services, and we subscribe to everything, and this is something that, you know, 20 years ago, we didn't think we needed. Oh, I think I have about seven music services, about oh, yeah. five uh, TV movie platforms, and we still have cable, because I still want to be able to watch certain channels that you can't get. Yep. Absolutely. I don't even want to tell you what our cable bill is. Okay, so one quick bit of trivia about Netflix. I don't know if this applies on other platforms, but at Netflix, of course, they crunch your history of what you've watched in order to highlight things that you might like. But did you know that each of the shows, for example, has like five different works of art that could show up as the cover for that show? And it depends on your taste. So over time, it begins... Um, you know, like if you like shirtless men, then, you know, <laughs> who doesn't every, every single show is going to have it, even if it doesn't factor into the uh, to the show itself, they'll oh. find that image. Ah, oh, that is creepy. I yeah. don't like that. I don't. I mean, it narrows your world, you know. I mean, some people think it's great that that AI or whatever the the the, uh, the algorithms are can cater to you, but what what it's doing is closing down your frame of reference. No, you're absolutely um, right. Yeah, it's creating. You're building a silo without even planning on it. Exactly. Yeah, that's not good. 
Okay, so what's coming up on Women, women of Ill Repute? I'm, I'm glad you asked. So uh, um, we have a guest uh, named Jessie Hempel, and she's an American podcaster, and she also works for, she's senior editor at LinkedIn, fantastic writer. And she wrote a book called The Family Outing. And it's remarkable. Jessie is, is gay. She's a lesbian. Her sister is bisexual. Her brother is transgender. Her father is gay. And her mother suffered a severe trauma as a child. Oh, I think her mother's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> my whole family is not what I thought. Wow. Uh, but what, Yeah, I know. It's amazing. She interviewed all her, the members of her family about their experiences growing up together and mixed it with her own memories and wrote this wonderful book called The Family Outing. And, I mean, it sounds like a really unique situation, but really it's about families and how, you know, our secrets – even if they're nothing, there's nothing to be ashamed of, but our secrets can drive us apart. And um, by writing these, this book, she brought everybody back together. Uh, and it's a fascinating story. It's called The Family Outing, appropriately. Okay. The author's Jesse Hempel. And uh, check out the book and check out, um, uh, what's my podcast? Women of Women Repute. Repute. <laughs> <laughs> With Wendy Mesley. With Wendy Mesley and me. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Mo. Bye.